Well, good morning, my friend. It is Tuesday morning. Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. Good to have you with me this morning. It is voting primary day here in Oklahoma, uh, in the state of Oklahoma. I was already out this morning, got my primary votes in. I think if you're, if you want your country to go the right direction, get out and vote. Um, you say it's just a primary. Yes, but primaries matter as well. And I'd encourage you to get out and do your civic duty as a citizen to vote for the one who you feel like should hold the offices that are there. And um, I'd encourage you to do so. Um, had a good day yesterday and um, certainly excited about um, what God's going to do today. Always enjoy that. Um, let me talk to you today about something that I believe that we have some problems with um, in our society that I'd really like to point out. And I say in our society, in our churches. Um, I want to talk about, about not blaming Samuel. In 1 Samuel chapter 8, verse 3, the scripture says, And his sons walked not in his ways. It's talking about Samuel's sons now. But turned aside after lucre and took bribes and perverted judgment. Now the blame game of who was wrong because of Samuel's boys did not, uh, did not live right, uh, that by his boys not living right is often misplaced. We can sit and wonder what Samuel did that would have caused his boys to go wrong. But we miss the mark of who is wrong if we're looking to excuse their rebellious ways. You see, the ways that Samuel lived were not bad ways. In fact, Samuel lived a righteous life and was a great example for his boys. God never tells us how much time Samuel gave to his boys as they were growing up. So if we're looking for a reason as to why they went wrong, we cannot blame that he didn't spend time with them. God never tells us if Samuel took a day off or a vacation to spend time with his boys or if he went to their sporting activities. So we cannot blame this for his boys turning out wrong. So who is to blame for Samuel's boys not turning out right? The answer is found in the verse I just read to you. It says, and his sons walked not in his ways, but turned aside. Hold on. Nobody made them turn aside. They chose to turn aside. Nobody caused them to walk in a different way. They chose to walk in a different way. The reason Samuel's boys didn't do right was not because Samuel didn't give them time or he was too busy with the ministry or it's too hard on them, or, or that they didn't do right because, they were, because maybe he did some wrong. No, they didn't do right because they chose not to do right because they were rebellious. That's why. And we're quick to blame um, the old past for why rebellious children don't do right when we ought to point our finger at the cause of the rebellious person. Ready? They're the one that chose to go to rebel. The ways of the old paths are not wrong. And the, and the rebellion of the rebellion of the rebel who blames the old paths, that's what's wrong. Now, why are the old paths wrong when all the old paths do is show someone how to be blessed if they'll walk in those ways? Was God wrong in heaven when Lucifer rebelled? It's never the strictness of the old paths that causes a person to rebel. But 
they rebel because they are rebellious. Now listen, the parents who pointed a child to walk in the old paths um, didn't force that child to turn aside. To believe this mindset is to say that a car forced the driver to take a wrong exit. No, the car didn't force the driver to take the wrong exit, but the driver turned onto the wrong exit themselves. It's not the parent who was involved in the ministry and showed their children how to live a blessed life that caused that child to go wrong. But it was that child's rebellious heart that caused them to turn aside. Now it's time we stop blaming the parents and the pastor and the old past Baptist church for the heart of the rebellious person. Instead, let's blame the rebel for choosing to rebel against God's way. I'm tired of people saying, well, don't lose your children because you're too busy in the ministry. That's a bunch of hogwash, my friend. The truth is, the reason why someone goes and rebels is because they choose to rebel. It's not the ministry. It's not that mom and dad didn't give them time or and wasn't there because they because, uh, for their for them to play their games and sports. No, you don't listen to me. I'm tired of them saying, "Well, don't lose your children because you're too busy um, having them uh, uh, you're, because you're too busy making money so your children can live in a plus home." Nobody ever says that. Nobody ever says for the child that goes wayward. Well, well, they were too busy watching their children playing sports. No. No, it's always the rebel's heart, my friend. And somewhere we're going to have to get past the thing of blaming the ministry. That's what Satan likes. Listen to me. Some of you have fallen for this thing. Well, you're too much time in the ministry. How about too much time? How much too much time in politics? Or too much time in sports? Or too much time trying to make money? Nobody ever blames that. It's always the ministry's fault. It's always God's fault. No, it's the rebel's fault. And it's time we put it where it is. The reason a person chooses not to serve the Lord is because they choose not to serve the Lord. They don't rebel because some because a preacher fell in sin. No, they rebel because they choose to rebel. The reason a person doesn't walk in the ways of the Lord, it's not the way's fault, but the rebel's fault. We could save a lot of children from going the wrong way if we'd stop blaming the way and giving an excuse for the rebel to live their rebellious life. Point to the rebellion as the cause. My friend, I'm telling you, we're killing ourselves. We say, well, it's too hard. No, it's not too hard. Listen, okay. People say, well, the, the preacher never gave time for his children, never took vacation. My dad took us on vacations two times in my whole childhood. Now, why am I still serving the Lord? I'll tell you exactly why. Because I chose to serve the Lord. It's in the heart, my friend. It has nothing to do with how much time, how much, how many vacations you take and how many days off you take. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against a day off. I'm not against a vacation. But I'm tired of a bunch of people cowering to the rebel, letting the rebel dictate what we do. And the only thing that happens is we keep on backing up from keep. Listen, Satan is applauding people for just for backing up. It's not the rebel's fault. I'm getting, I'm tired of preachers cow-telling and compromising because, well, you know, the guy before me was too hard. No, it wasn't too hard. Ask how that went with um, Solomon. They said that about to Rehoboam's um, people said that. Look what happened to Rehoboam. Lost the kingdom. It's not the hardness of the way. It's the rebellion of the heart. And until we get back to blaming the rebel, we're going to continue to lose children because the rebel is going to take 
the easy way out because you gave it to them. Until we stop blaming the way and the time and how much time, let's start blaming the heart of the, rebe of the rebel. Don't get me wrong. Think you ought to spend time with your children. Think you ought, I think your children ought, but you know what the best way to spend time with your children? Let them serve God with you. Let the serving God, let the time with serving God be the time you spend with them. I've watched people on both sides of this aisle lose their children. And I've watched people on both sides of the aisle have children that, serve, that turn out and serve God. You know what the difference is? The heart. That's the common denominator. Has nothing to do with how much time a parent spends with a child. I think dad and mom need to be engaged in the child's life. But listen to me. If they don't, it's still the rebel's fault. Follow me carefully. How does a drunken, how does a drunk turn out good children? I'll tell you exactly how. I've got, I've got two people in my church right now. Their daddy was a drunk, but they turned out right. You know why? Because their heart wanted to do right. I've had people, I have people in my church whose, ch whose children were raised right. Some are in prison. Others are, their children are drunks and drug addicts. Well, is it the parents' fault? No, it's the rebels' fault. Now, you've got to stop blaming the old paths. The old paths are not the problem, my friend. The problem is the rebel's heart. So you say, well, it's these independent Baptists. No, it's not the independent Baptists. It's the rebel's heart. The rebel's always looking for an excuse, and if we give it to them, they're going to go that way. Let's stop blaming the way. Let's stop blaming the old past. Let's stop blaming the King James Bible, old-fashioned preaching, and the bus route, and soul winning. And let's just start blaming the heart of the rebel. Say, so they chose that way. That's why they're there. Samson had good parents, but Samson chose to go the wrong way. That's why he ended up in the cellar grinding like, a, like an animal. What in the way? It was the heart of Samson. And it wasn't until Samson got his heart right that he finally realized it wasn't the way. It was his heart. When we start blaming the rebel, we can stop a lot of children from becoming rebellious. Stop blaming the way, my friend. Get busy serving God. Get your children involved with you. And if their heart is right, they'll choose the right way. If their heart is wrong, they'll go the wrong way. It's not your fault, mom and dad. Not your fault. You say, well, I wasn't a perfect parent. There is no perfect parent. But there is a perfect way. That's the old past, God's way. Let's follow that. And let's stop, let's not blame the Samuels for the children's going wrong. Let's blame the rebel for, the, for their way, their choice to do wrong. Well, I hope this helps you out today. Now let's remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.